You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rampant Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is when the block is hot, give Pikachu a Glock. I am joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Jesus. Uh, hey everybody. <laughs> it's Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. Uh, I don't have any AKAs today. I just want to get to the mess. Hey Adrian. Hey. I mean, listen. I just want to say before we go that um the worst the the best and the worst thing about social media is everybody has an opinion um but some of y'all continue to try to mean girl y'all way into being viral sensations and it just never works uh y'all didn't hate it the man grocery shopping and targeting making loose ground turkey right into endorsement deals (laughs) imagine not bothering a single soul in the goddamn grocery store and the internet calling you all types of corny, goofy, stupid, lame, and and now you got an ESPN bag, and and Drake is using you for content creation, inspiration. Sometimes it just let people be who the fuck they be because one thing he wasn't doing was bashing black women and catering to incels to get that bag. Okay, if about? a motherfucker want to shop at Target and cook loose ground beef for his three day meal prep, that's his business. That's his. Bi- I also want to say a lot of y'all, like a lot of people, y'all be corny too. You gotta recognize that you as corny as the people you think are corny sometimes. And the other one is, I don't give a fuck who who get a cluster engagement ring. Just a lot of grandstanding, a lot of patriarchal talking points. Miss so much. Yeah. So over on on the clock app, women have just been being really nasty about cluster engagement rings, which is not new to me. Cause you know, people get really nasty about engagement rings on Twitter as well. But there is no reason to go out of your way to tell somebody that something important or special to them is is ugly. That's just weird behavior. If you don't want no cluster engagement ring, make sure the nigga that you fucking know what type of jewelry you like and go on about your day. Yeah, people ain't get hit in the mouth enough. They didn't. And I hate to, I hate for it to be like that there needs to be violence. But when you had to really stand on what you were saying, people people had a little more sense when they talked or your hands was matching that mouth. Yeah. Yep. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, you know, just leave people alone. There is just no reason to always trying to one up somebody because I guarantee more often than not, men know um, they know what their women like. And so Mm -hmm. if he got her that cluster ring, he knew she would love it. Okay, so just give it a break. You the top wealthiest niggas and, and black women on the Internet all happen to tweet in in black Twitter is what I've learned. Everybody rich. Everybody, even though motherfuckers is furious about how they tax returns is looking so far this year. Don't add up. With that said, y'all, we're going to talk about part two of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, um, the final parts of the Bell Collective and Love and Marriage Huntsville reunions. Then we're going to discuss 
married to medicine and real idiots of Potomac. Okay, because they are idiots. I I do have to say. Let's get to Salt Lake City real quick and get it out the way. Um, I mean, the biggest highlight of the second part of this reunion is Mary actually coming out and dragging for filth about how the Mormon church is rooted in racism and Lisa Barlow losing her absolute shit when it was said. Because I don't know, like, again, it must be nice to have this level of privilege where you can believe that your religion is founded in everything that is good, gracious, and merciful. But most religion, especially most white-based religion in this in this world, not just this country, in this world, is rooted in racism. It, it is. It's founded in racism. Christianity was used to, you know, convince slaves that this was God's will, that they were meant to be slaves, and the Bible say this in the Bible. A lot of it is rooted in racism and misogyny. And then it was found out they've been pulling people's voting records that Lisa Barlow was donating money to the Trump campaign. And mm. I just want to say this, that should not be shocking to you as these are all women who have at some point been a part of or tied to the Mormon church or religion in general. I guarantee you, if you pulled their voting records, Mary also voted for Trump. All, the, yeah. all these women on this show are conservative. They live in Salt Lake City, for God's sake. Yeah, I know, right? They are heavily religious, they are wealthy, and they live in Salt Lake City. All of these women, with the exception of maybe at best Monica. Yeah. Maybe. That's a big maybe. Yeah, because I, I, I don't put nothing past somebody who was friends with Jen Shaw. But all of these, all of these women are conservative. and I mean, that's why I laugh, because it's like, Mary, were you not wrong? But it's like, the call is coming from inside the book. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because I ain't forgotten. I ain't never going to forget you You cussing your uh, your congregation out and calling them poor. Yep. And you being racist towards them as a black woman. I ain't never going to forget that shit. So I just kind of laughed at it. Yep. Trash takes itself out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we get more into the details about Monica and her mother. And to me, it does. So first of all, let me say... um. The rumor mill has also said that all of the ladies have been asked back for season five, including Monica. Monica, honestly, Monica don't know when they really deserve it. They are going to build this next season will be built around Monica and, and how she can have a relationship or go forward with the ladies. And honestly, it's pretty smart. And also, let's keep an eye on Monica um, on her come up. Because you went from being Jen Shaw's assistant, uh, to which even that has been said to be a lie because it the the word on the curb is that Monica became Jen's assistant because Jen loaned her some money and Monica paid it off by being her assistant. Mm. So on that part of the reunion where Monica says she was not paid for being Jen Shaw's assistant, that's why. Because she owed Jen money, and that's how she paid it off, was by stepping in to be her assistant. Um, so she was an indentured servant? Basically. <laughs> okay. Jen had loaned her some money to pay her car note or get her lights cut off. She did something to the tune of two or $3,000, and 
and she offered to be her assistant to pay off pay her back the money um okay so you you went from you know paying off your payday loan to being the biggest talk of this season i i definitely think it should be on film and I think the women should, when they do start back filming, the women should be realistic about not really fucking with Monica like that and her having to work hard to rebuild the trust amongst this group of women. And I also hope that in this next season is spent around Monica really laying out how reality Vontese came to be and all of the key players in it and Heather's part in it. Because so much information has been coming out about Heather knowing about this account, knowing who was behind it, knowing about the things that the that the account was going to be posting about the other ladies and so on and so forth before it was hitting the Internet. So, you know, I think this is an opportunity to to drag all the snakes out the grass next season. I do. I do not care about Monica's mother. I do not care about their strained relationship. Her mom is an asshole. Um, her mom, Monica said her mother was like, if Monica doesn't be, get cast to the show, let it, let it be herself. Then, you know, her mom still has a, a desire to, to get hit that stardom fame, considering that's what Monica said. She left her with friends for when she moved to New York, where she was trying to get started in, in TV. She wanted to, uh, she wanted to act. Um, she acted like a damn fool this season with her daughter. So I guess mission accomplished, but I hope not to see her mom next season. I hope they start paying Monica enough where she could be self-sufficient and get that Range Rover out her mama's name. Yeah. That's what I hope for, for Monica. I mean, get that car it, out your mama's name. Yeah. I mean, there's really no point in, like, I feel like the bringing your family member on, um, on TV or on whatever show you are just to have, just for them to embarrass themselves. Like, we see that way too much as is. We don't need another one. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's the thing. We we can admit that Mary is, is funny sometimes, but she... I would be dragging Mary for filth. She would hate my guts because the way she'd be talking to them women, a religious scammer has a lot of audacity. Well, a woman that is married to her grandfather-in-law would not be talking to me the way Mary talks to these women. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, friend, listen. Mary Cosby, so her claim to fame in Salt Lake City is that her grandmother was one of the few Black millionaires in Salt Lake City. Not only did she earn a mega church. She also owned a plethora of other businesses throughout Salt Lake City, um, like daycares, hair salons. She, she was a big she deal. Was, she was a big deal. Her grandmother was a very big deal in Salt Lake City. And she married a man named Robert Cosby. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. once Mary's grandmother died, Mary ended up marrying her grandfather-in-law. Now, mind you, there's no blood relation between Mary and the and her grandma's widow. This was like her grandmother's second or third husband or some shit like that. So there's no blood relation, but that was her grandfather-in-law. Mm -hmm. And she married him after her grandmother. Oh, and, and not only that, and, and she was competing with the marriage with her mama. Her mother was trying to marry the her. Fuck? 
<laughs> and they're black. Let me point. Mary is black. The fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I, it's, the, it's the it's the gasp and the what that's killing me. Yeah. <laughs> like Adrian okay. had an in real life with the jazz music style. <laughs> yeah. It's the befuddlement. Right. <laughs> you are befuddled. Okay. And this I'm is flabbergasted. <laughs> because, fl- no, let me say, because when we first introduced Salt Lake City to the lineup, we had to do a, we had to do a pre-premiere episode to really break down Mary's family history and some of the other women. For example, Whitney and her husband were excommunicated from the Mormon church because Whitney and her husband were married to other people and started cheating with each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mary's, I mean, Whitney's now husband w- was like her brother-in-law or some shit like that. Some weird shit the like fu- that. <laughs> Adrian is flabbergasted. Heather, a.k.a. John Gruden, I, I, you know also the fuck excommunicated what? from the Mormon church. Um, so is there anybody know. that's still in the church? Yeah. So um Lisa Barlow is still heavily involved in the Mormon church. Yes. Uh, ain't Meredith too? Meredith talks very little about it, but she could be. Oh. Okay. Adrian, you all right? Because you over there flabbergasted. Definitely. And this was just a lie. No. <laughs> this is a lie. <laughs> I'm sc- Adrian had a I beg your nigger ass party. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, what? Yeah. But yeah, that that is one of many reasons why me and Candace will forever be on marriage next because of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, and and the fact that these women allow her to talk to them the way that they do, it's like ain't no fucking way, baby. I mean, here yeah, the only one that didn't is in jail now. <laughs> ain't no way. So yeah. Jen called Jen called Mary a grand a granddad of fucking season one. <laughs> Speaking of which, why don't like Jess said that shit frame one in season one and nobody else has brought that shit up since. Because they all agree. <laughs> what I'm saying, like to your point, like nobody reminds us, like, bitch, you fuck your granddaddy. Don't talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, it sounds like you got crazy. somebody fucking brother in laws and shit. Not, so well, who, not, who, it might be <laughs> not to mention the stone to throw. Not to mention, Mary just found out her son got married and he was living in her house. So a lot of time foolery with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, 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 I love how, how all this whole time Adrian just let us cook because she don't play in the snow. But we bring this shit up and she's like, I beg your nigga ass part. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, oh, they have a lot of mess that goes on independent of the Jen Shaw stuff and last season was pretty blah as they tried to navigate it Uh, so to me like I said I understand the lady's frustration with Monica because it was an act of betrayal if you really wanted to build a relationship with those women um you should have sat down with them and been honest with them about that account especially when Monica has provided receipts that showed her contribution to that account was exposing Jen Shah. 
she didn't have anything to do with the other ladies, you know, being talked about negatively, but she knew it was happening. And that's, that should have been, that would have been how she, you know, got around this whole situation. But she allowed Heather's big back ass to take that information to the girls. And I can understand their frustration based on how it was presented to them. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's going to be what we see in season five is because most of the ladies have refollowed Monica back on social media and are hanging out with her and so on and so forth. So it, I feel like it's going to be Monica and several of the girls versus Lisa and Angie next season. I think Lisa and Angie's day of reckoning is coming in season five. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Um, That was part two. Part three is where we're supposed to get the explosive, um, the conversation surrounding reality Von Teese and Monica and and Heather and all this kind of stuff. Um, I thought it was interesting. They show Monica falling down the steps at Angie's house and, and, (laughs) And Meredith was like, girl, you better sue her. You better sue her. You hurt yourself at her house. You better sue her. And I would have absolutely sued Angie. Yes. Yeah, I would have sued you. I don't maybe care. She, if there was a way was, to sue you, I would have sued her. Maybe she was waiting until she got the check from having the Santa chill. <laughs> maybe she <laughs> maybe maybe that's gonna be the storyline. She gonna come in with the filings. <laughs> For sure. She was just waiting to get the shit the center check the reunion. Uh Bell Collective reunion part speaking three. of suing can i can i sue y'all niggas for wasting my time with three parts of this shit because it didn't need no damn three parts the i guess the biggest conversation i want to have is obviously um it's two <clears throat> things first of all latrice you should have secondhand embarrassment to know that your husband sits up meddling in other people's marriage while y'all are barely living in the same house together mm. There's and then you are married to such a Neanderthal, a good looking Neanderthal. Don't get me wrong, I see the appeal. I do see the appeal. I would love to see a picture of Cliff when he was Latrice's age. I bet you he was fine in a motherfucker because he's a fine older gentleman, but he's a fucking Neanderthal. He's a sexist, he's a misogynist, he's homophobic, and he's fucking abusive. You did not hit the lottery, and I want you to stop saying that these girls are jealous of you based on your marriage. Because much like Letitia and Marie, you do not have a marriage anybody needs to be envious of. I guarantee it's a lot of women. A lot of us could go out and find a homophobic, misogynistic, stupid motherfucker to get in a relationship with who's abusive. It's easier to find that than to find a nigga who not. Letitia and Glenn is nothing like Martell and Mel and how you tried to reduce it to her getting some money and leaving him. Uh, he had a whole fucking outside baby on this lady. And also Letitia, I wish Letitia was as strong as whatever that tape was holding her titties up in that dress. Because mm-hmm. if Letitia was anything like Mel, her and Glenn would be fucking divorced by this point. Yeah. I mean, I've maintained that, you know, since you pointed it out, Candace, that the only reason Glenn acted up on camera the way he does is that because Letitia is putting on punts in front of the camera. Like, she, you, you was never leaving that man. You, you, it, no matter how much of a fuck nigga he is, you was never leaving him. You was always going to stay with him. You, you are definitely one of those for better or worse type of people. 
And so the fact that you put on the strong front on the cameras when meanwhile back at the ranch, y'all motherfuckers going on dates and shit when he just had an outside baby on you. That's why he act the way he do on camera. Doesn't excuse him being a fuck nigga, but that's why he does it. Absolutely. I mean, and it's nothing wrong with her being a for better or worse ass woman and working through the infidelities. It's just she tried to she put a lot of sauce on it. And, you know, like I said, I need Glenn to tend to his own marriage because you Latrice and Cliff have a really dysfunctional ass marriage. They she treats that man like he's her father and he treats her like that's a daughter who he could have intimacy with. They have a really weird, gross type of marriage. He does not treat her like a woman he loves, respects, and admires. He treats her like a fucking child who needs his guidance. Mm -hmm. So he should really mind his motherfucking business. I feel like the reason he don't is good, again, fuck niggas of a filter. Like, the fact that Cliff and Glenn got so close, at least on camera... Like, out of no goddamn well, uh, fucking niggas up a feather. Oh, yeah. They was definitely uh, meeting up, hanging out, talking about how much they can't stand their wives. Absolutely. They and they absolutely- was absolutely talking about if they ever if they ever end up single, they never getting married again. Mm-hmm. They, they, they absolutely are two, two miserable-ass niggas um, meeting up, talking about, man, these females today. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I don't believe nothing JJ and So Gucci have to say. Those kids, this is the second time their children have been brought out on a reunion and their story has not changed about their issues with So Gucci. And to put it to to try to blame it on your ex-wife and act like she's filling your kid your daughter's heads up with propaganda and this is all her talking and her doing, I'm calling bullshit. Because if at any point there was a happy, healthy, uh, blended family situation going on, there would have been no reason that So Gucci would have threatened to throw no drink in Selena's face when she saw her out and about. Talk about it. If y'all were getting along and y'all were a blended family and y'all were doing things for the greater good of the kids, when you see that woman out and about, you wouldn't be threatening to throw drinks on her you wouldn't be pissy that Latrice is friends with her. None of that. There has never, y'all, y'all do not, you do not like his ex-wife and his ex-wife do not like you. You have not been all that kind and great to his, to her kids. Just like JJ has not been all that kind and great to your kids, which is why y'all kids don't like the other person or each other. Mm-hmm. Lie to somebody else, play in somebody else's face. And to add further to it, I feel <clears throat> the reason that y'all did this and was doing all these lies is because outside of the Sofakis beef with Latrice, <clears throat> y'all don't have, y'all don't have shit that's going for yourself. So you had to portray yourselves as step as step uh, mama, step daddy, daddy mama of the year, and them kids is like fuck all that noise. Fuck We're them lies. Give y'all- well, fuck them. Like, I mean, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say this real quick. I don't, I don't doubt so Gucci when she says she was helping with the girls' hair and their homework and all of this. I don't doubt any of that, but she was doing that so she can get that nigga. That wasn't about them kids, and mm. kids can feel that. Mm. Kids can feel when you are about this because you actually care for me. 
And when you full of shit, your daughter's already said that you left her for dead so that you could chase after JJ. So with them girls, you probably did do everything that you said you did for those girls. But you did that with the with the notion that I'm doing this to get this man and for this man to stay, for this man to say, oh, look how good of a mother she is to my other kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think those girls should have been out there at all, period. Yeah. Um, I know Soguchi said that if she that if they brought Selena, she wasn't gonna come or whatever. Um, then I think it just should have been okay. Well, we just won't we just won't be discussing that part at all. If you're not really gonna have Selena there, because I don't I don't think you get the full breadth of the story when you're talking to children. I mean, and they're not children now; they're grown, but they're still kids. They're asking them putting them in a position where they have to defend a per- a, their parent who's not there is really crazy to me. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. Yeah. If you were not going to allow Selena to be there to speak up for herself, there was no <clears throat> reason to discuss it. There was no reason to bring the situation up. And so Gucci is a coward and a punk and a bitch because again, your, your, your hands need to match your mouth. Once you start threatening to throw drinks on people or you ah beat your motherfucking ass, don't play with me, you gotta be able to back that up. A lot of people play those games and they don't they never intend to have to back that shit up. You play you played pussy and you got fucked when it came to Selena. And I'm on the same shit she on. You threatening to, to throw a drink in my face. I want you to know I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Because it ain't even, even no reason to ha- for it to ever have been that type of energy. You want to you wanna talk all that family shit and this, that, and the third. But you should you should have been pissed off that your wife is the one that kicked this shit in overdrive. Because there would have been no, no skin off so Gucci back to say, Hey, Selena, how you doing? But we saw how nasty your attitude was when it came to JJ's daughters by how you acted at that baby shower, mm-hmm. how you criticized and critiqued everything about the baby shower while refusing to help. If you miss, if you miss that mama of the fucking year, why wouldn't you have been at the baby shower too? You and mm-hmm. Selena moving as a unit. Mm-hmm. Oh, she lay. Oh, the decorations ain't that great. Oh, the food, not all of that. Oh, you had everything in the world to say about your daughter's baby shower, your stepdaughter's baby shower, instead of being there to just support and celebrate this huge monumental moment in her life, becoming a mother. You have never been kind to those girls. Like Adrian said, your kindness has been dependent on looking good in front of their father. Nothing more, nothing less. When JJ is not around, I guarantee you, you was nasty than a motherfucker to his daughters. Mm-hmm. And it don't even have to be nasty, but kids feel energy. Kids know energy. Kids know energy. So I don't, I don't really believe anything that she's saying. And she, and I think, and yeah, just Selena should have been there if it was even going to be discussed. Because now you've put these children in a position to choose basically between kind of their father and their mother. Mm-hmm. by extension of you like anybody if you really care for that man and those kids you, you wouldn't try to bring that chaos and confusion yep and selena should be added to the cast at this point even if it's a friend of the show it's i think, obvious I think she, she would her, be good on the show it's obvious she has a relationship with latrice she has a relationship with tambra what's the problem don't seem like akisha and willie coming back true 
then y'all could finally have a real storyline. Right. Because if you could bring your own mama on and let her be painted as the mama-in-law from hell, why you why we can't really explore the family dynamic? Your mama don't like so, so Gucci. Your kids don't like so Gucci. Everybody ain't lying on so Gucci. I'm just saying. Everybody so, around this man that's not related to you can't stand her <clears throat> motherfucking ass. Mm. But I don't expect much from a nigga that puts sound language as a part of his ear, so. Mm. Also, before we go, Akeisha and Willie, y'all didn't call them folks from in Jackson every type of country, tacky, ghetto, and you up here mm. dressed like a fucking pimp. Clock it. Clock it. <laughs> Willie, you was the tackiest motherfucker on this stage, Ma- for real, for real. A lot, lot of anti-blackness coming from y'all and y'all. And y'all was up there dressed like y'all was on on Django. I need y'all to be for fucking real. Django unfashionable. Django. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> Had on that motherfucking zoot suit. Lee mm. uh, was up there looking like that one part in Django that where uh, old boy say, not around my niggas, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> not around my Jackson, you can't. Mm-mm. Dress the goddamn fool. Um... Love and marriage has feel okay. Listen, I don't care about nothing that goes on with Stormy Mama. Okay, I watched a clip from a podcast, um, and it said that you know, and I think this could apply across the board stop bringing on people that's fans of the show and adding them to the cast. Mm-hmm. They brought Betty on this show, and Stormy's, um. I understand wanting to bring Betty on to discuss the familial part of what Stormy has going on, but there was nothing for no other reason. There was no resolve between Stormy's mama and her and her aunt. There was no reason for her to be on this stage. That lady does not like Mel, and I don't know what you want us to do with that. She didn't. She didn't give us anything. She still hasn't. She says she doesn't think she can ever reconcile with her sister. Get this bitch off the stage. She don't serve no purpose then. I don't care. Like, and I don't, I hate to say it like that. I'm, and maybe, I'm not that invested in Stormy's family to have even cared that her and her sister weren't getting along. I'm just going to be honest. True. Yeah. I'm not even I invested enough to care about Stormy and her cousin falling out. I would have, I would have rather have seen that and the reconciliation of that than with the mama. Cause I'm, I don't know her mama. I'm not invested in that. I don't care. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I was I, I do I want to talk about Kiki and Letitia. And I seen people online saying, Oh, Letitia was popping off at the un- reunion. She came to play. This is one instance where the energy that Letitia was giving Kiki was absolutely warranted. Absolutely. It was absolutely warranted because Kiki kept Kiki continues to act like now let's say that this storyline is true which I still am calling shenanigans but let's say it's true what energy would y'all expect Tisha to have after a bitch threw a drink in her face what what should the energy be the next time you see a motherfucker that violated you like that and you haven't been able to get your lick back came to Houston no nobody was gonna let y'all fight nobody was gonna let you splash a drink in her face even though you should have tried I would have threw a drink in her face while we was in Texas. But her energy for Kiki, it is what it is. 
you throw a drink in my face and I don't get to beat your ass, so we just going to be squabbling. We're going to be squabbling. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, Mar I, Marceau, I, go ahead, but, Jeremy. No, I think I I, I agree with you. Um, I also still agree with your hypothesis that all of this shit is fake between them, between them and Kiki. Um, and I also agree that, you know, the energy is rash warranted. I think people just have a problem because this... With as much disrespect that that um, that Kiki, I mean not Kiki, um, that teacher has put up with from damn near the whole cast, most specific, most specifically and especially her husband, and she's never had this level of energy for anybody ever. I think that annoys people that this this is where you draw the line. But also, but also, you get sick of that shit. If I'm getting picked on or I feel like I'm getting picked on by everybody on my cast and I haven't said anything sometimes it's just the wrong person and you catch more than you should catch but sometimes people just get fed up yeah and as to me I think it's a, a like a fed up type of situation um and not only that people get fed up but my own family my mm -hmm. own cousin somebody I was raised with is continuing to try to throw me to the wolves with people who have gone out of their way to shit on me. Cause again, and we've True. said it on this show, do I believe that Marceau is faithful to that woman? I don't, but I also am realistic enough to say expecting somebody to leave their 10 plus year marriage based on rumors and that you don't, nobody has presented concrete evidence that this man has cheated on this woman, that's unrealistic to expect her to leave based on rumors. Now, do I think that Marceau makes the women he cheat with sign, you know, NDAs and, and she, I do, I do. I think he is that calculating and manipulative enough to cover his tracks better than Martel did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do not fault Tisha for not breaking her neck to end her marriage based on rumors and speculation. I don't. And leave that's her why alone. I'm glad Mel, Mel stopped talking about the cheating stuff. Yeah, leave it Ooh. alone. If you can't bring this woman any receipts, any concrete evidence, and I mean that from her mama, from Kiki, from Mel, from Kimmy, and whoever the fuck else. Yeah, from Martel, because hell, Martel, because remember when Martel was uh, getting his feet dragged to the fire, he was like, nigga, you done cheated too. Yep, and he still didn't show up with no receipts, because I think then that, I think that they have enough on each other, the men on this mm -hmm. show, where they yep. refuse yep. to yep. go to the abyss. Yep, yep. <laughs> they yep. come close, mm -hmm. and then they pull it back. Like, yep. uh-uh, mm -hmm. let me chill for this get super ugly. Mm -hmm. you, you, yeah. you, you know who I think got... You know who I think got the most dirt on them? And y'all probably Maurice. already know who. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, no, I was going to say Maurice. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I think got the most. Because cause, cause when you think about it, like, when it, like, or the original three, right? Like, him, Marceau, and Martel, like, he's, like, the middle man. Like, he, like, you know, with Martel and and uh, Marceau, like, bump heads, he, like, come in and try to be, like, the fake voice of reason. He don't go, like, too hard on either one of them on either direction. I feel like that's because he got the most dirt between yeah. them. I mean, he may he may have he may have some shit with him, but is this during his marriage? Because if it's not, then, I mean, it's just people got shit on you. That's fair. 
I think I think they have dirt on each other. I don't think um what Maurice dirt is is ended big enough to end their marriage considering he and Kimmy just got married on season season the end of season one or the beginning of season two. They yeah, finally got season, married. End of season one. Yeah. So um I don't you know, I don't think that, but I think Marceau and Martel definitely have enough dirt on each other where they they end up reining it back in. Um, but again, like just, I don't, I don't care about, I understand why Tisha is fed up and I understand why she is taking that energy specifically with Kiki. If they're, this whole situation is real. Cause it's like, we're family and you see what the, what the internet, what the blogs do and how they move when regarding me and you, you are feeding into it and giving them more ammunition. So it's like, fuck you for real. Um, I don't necessarily, I like Chris and Nell on the show, but I necessarily care about them on a the reunion. Um, it didn't seem like the same Chris and Nell on the reunion that they did during the show. Well, it's not that they already, they gave us a lot in the season is what I will say. They are very transparent. There's very little, and I maybe that's a catch twenty two because I guess the good thing about the reunions is you get to call you get to call all the shenanigans that happened throughout the season, but they really didn't have none. They're just that transparent. She does, you know, she talks openly. They talk openly about the fact that he had an affair, um, and they came back from it and things like that. So there's nothing you could say about a couple who's transparent in the way that they are. I enjoyed them. But I don't think they necessarily added anything worthwhile to the reunion. But I, I hope that they come back um, next season and definitely are able to fill the void because I'm glad Tiffany and Lewis are not coming back. If anything, I think they headed for a divorce. If anything, mm-hmm. if it, I agree. If anything, we need Nell back cause we, so we can see her looking thick as day old grits. Yeah, she, <laughs> she looked really nice. I, I enjoyed getting to see them more um, I wish he had more of a backbone about the way Martel was speaking yep. to Nell. Uh, yep, 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 um, yep, yep. Again, I think we see a lot of instances where Martel is allowed to behave and treat people any way that he wants to because he's never been checked on it within this group. Yep. He's he's been sorely coddled in this group. And now that he his feet have been held to the fire, um, he has just been reacting horribly. Mm-hmm. And I could I wish the worst for him continuously. Like I don't wish any good on Martel Ho. I just hope he continues to suffer. Um, I you know, I hope he can, can I hope bad things consider to continue to happen to his big dumb ball headed ass. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't want no good for him. Suffer, nigga. Suffer. We're going to yeah. take a quick break. I think, was that it for the reunion? Y'all had anything else before we take a quick mm-hmm. break? Nah, we're going to take good. a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac and Married to Medicine because I've got a lot to say um, about Giselle. And so we'll be back after the break. We're back, we're back, we're back. And we're going to head on over to Bravo again and we're going to discuss... Um, we let's discuss married to medicine first because this is dry, dry, dry. This like the second or third episode without quad, and y'all still talking about quad. Y'all are still bringing quad up on social media. Quad mm. been in Africa living her best life, and y'all are still bringing her up. 
Um, mm. Y'all need quite curious, isn't it? Y- y'all need quad on this show. Um, I mean, I said it before. I say I I said it before. I said it last week. I continue to say it. Y'all niggas did not have a storyline outside of far and the awkwardness of her her ex nigga and her ex nigga's new new girl new girl turned wife being on this show. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was the focal point of this season. That was the focal point of like, cause none of y'all niggas have anything else interesting going on. Nothing. They need to fire production then. If that's the if that's the only storyline you were yeah. banking on this season. Uh, production need to be fired. Yeah, I mean, I agree because you could tell. Because, like, seriously, what could, what is one tangible, interesting thing that any of the rest of the cast has going on? I'll wait. Not anything they gonna share with the rest of us. There, there you go. Is see, you cooking like they not going They they have not, they are not and have not honestly for a while been transparent enough to have real storylines for quite some time. So what could they, what what in this season could they latch on to to have some interest in? Mess. Mess between Quad and Sweet Tea and Greg. Well, now that Quad ain't there no more, what they got going on? Not a damn thing. Nothing. Not nothing. It's, it's like you said, Candace, it's as, it's as dry as heavenly wigs. Mm. Oh, shit. I said it. Oh, Lord. And the... <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Well, the truth is the truth. Um, I, God, maybe it is God working because I had did not anticipate every episode we've seen after what has happened in the media with Dr. Jackie for it to further solidify that you couldn't pay me to be her patient. Mm. Um, we don't. Wait, some more stuff that came out. Well, not no, but in the episode, like we see her with the brat oh, yeah, as yeah, she's yeah. getting to the end yeah. of her pregnancy, and we don't know her medical health history. But the quickness in which she is like C section, why? Why does she need a C section? And you know, you saying listen, 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 and it seems like you only listen, listen, listen to your patients who are wealthy. Mm. So. I'm not saying she's a bad doctor because I've never had her as an OBGYN, but it don't look good for her. It don't look good for her is what I would say. Looking like nasty work. Yeah, because I mean, people have been coming out and maybe just because of how everything happened with her, the people that are coming out are the people that had the bad experiences with her. So I'm not going to say, but uh, it ain't been looking good. It's been a lot of people with bad experiences, and it's the same like kind of thing. Like just thinking that you you know it all, and yeah. not and them feeling not like they weren't listened to. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't seem like she has a teachable spirit. No. No, but it seems it seems like she's like a lot of doctors. Well, I won't say a lot of doctors, a a nice amount of doctors where after they've been practicing for so long, they feel like they know everything. And so they don't take things maybe as seriously because, oh, I've seen a hundred patients that have had this symptom that you're coming in worried about. And it was something that wasn't that serious, Mm -hmm. but then it turns out that it is. But because they've had so much experience, they kind of push it to the side. Then that's not even accounting for medical racism so it's just like ugh. i'm i'm sad that she went out the way she went out but it is what it is because you said what you said like true and you gotta stand on that 
It is what it, it is. is. What it is. Yeah. And um, I'm not gonna defend you because you're a black woman. No, no. Because black black doctors kill black black people due to medical negligence. So because wasn't know. there a case, and I feel like it was in Atlanta with a black doctor where during the procedure they essentially decapitated the child and then didn't yes. tell the parents. Yep. Yeah, that Correct. Was, that was yes. Yep. And yep. that and that was a black doctor. Yep. That was a black yep. woman doctor. Yep. Um, I don't care about well, first of all, let me let me take my bias hat off. Um because I was about to be really nasty in regards to Dr. Simone and their children when if I liked them, I I wouldn't have a problem with the things that they're doing for their children because that's that you should be creating generational wealth for your children if you have if you have the opportunity and they shouldn't have to um scrape and struggle and get it out the mud when they don't need to. So you know, I just don't like Dr. Simone, and I'll be honest and say that I don't like Mr. <laughs> Ed. I I don't like her in that hyena fucking mouth. I do not like anything about her. So everything that she does, even if it makes sense, is I I'm gonna treat it very negatively. Hey, I, I appreciate just, that honesty because yeah, I listen. just think she's a bitch and she's a coward. And a lot of them watched Heavenly do their their bidding to try to ice out Quad. And I mean, I I do like Quad, but if you have listened to this show, you know that we we heavily tore into Quad last season for that whole Anila situation. We, we did not let up. We called it very tacky and it nasty work for how she handled it with Toya and Eugene. But um, we can let people in still be objective. Yeah, but I don't like Simone, and I just think you sitting up there raising raising them bum ass sons who you know. I guess it's you know fuck them too because it's fuck you. I mean, I, I that's there's no other rationale behind it. I mean, <laughs> according to the internet, both both sons are working and have gainful employment and are not lazy bums. But for the sake of my disdain for you, I mean, fuck you and them kids. I respect. Yeah, you. and Cecil, fuck your yes. lover and your secretary. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, um, considering what Cecil do or rather don't do that line in particular, it's even harder. I wish I love it in your set. Right I respect there. it. Listen, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you just got to stand up in the hate. For sure. I respect For sure. Uh, Speaking of hate. When did Phaedra become hood healer? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Deep cut. Deep cut. When did hey? When did Phaedra? When did Hadra? When did hood healer Phaedra? <laughs> when did Hadra become the hood healer? Mm. Ma'am, you mm. are such a nasty, dirty, rotten mm. ass bitch. There is no way that I would entrust anything regarding my spiritual well being to you. And y'all are some low down, dirty motherfuckers, bravo, for allowing this woman to come on this show and act like she's a reek, a reeky master and does here does healing work and spiritual work. Y'all better be careful who you entrust your motherfucking spirit to. Shit, you ain't said nothing but a word. Y'all better stop playing. Y'all better stop playing with the spirits and our ancestors. Just, <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, we ain't got the praying grandmothers. I, 
Hmm. I'm just, my granny I'm, said you don't let everybody pray for you because you don't know what their relationship is like. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're absolutely right, woman. I just, yeah. no. I just want to know how they how how you how somebody how you gonna have a how how somebody with no spirit gonna be your spiritual advisor? How that work? Mm. Is that the medicine she's supposed to be married to? Right. That potion. Because we ain't seeing this boyfriend. Mm-mm. And I ain't gonna I, see him. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, she's again. Maybe the medicine was the Zulu that we made along the way. Oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I, that, that, um, I'm just like entrusting like, Ph- Phaedra? Phaedra. Like, that's who, I that's, mean, what kind of training do you have to do to be a Ricky master? To actually be the Ricky? Okay. Because I... Mm. I she's... <laughs> Mm. There's a lot of shade by my man Candace holding back. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to just... say Phaedra is flaky, but she always doing something. And it ain't good. First, she was doing the uh, funeral home stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the funeral homes. It was the cars. <laughs> it was. <laughs> What's Phaedra's sign? Never mind. Uh, miss. That, that's what Liar. it is. Miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Her grand rising is in liar. She uh, it's a grand scamming. Grand scamming. Eugene, they go through this all the time. Um, you know, I have an issue with the fact that I agree with Toya and that Eugene planned that date for his goddamn self. And people, somebody was like, well. You know, Toya got them knee deep in all that debt when they were in debt. And I just want to say that Toya and Eugene ended up in tax debt, six figures in tax debt, while she was a stay-at-home mom and Eugene was the only one working. And it should have been both of their responsibility to make sure that the that their their taxes were being handled. It shouldn't have just been a Toya situation. Okay. A woman is allowed to... Ain't that what Toria's degree is in? Ain't that what her degree is in? I forgot what her degree is in. I thought it was in marketing. Maybe it was in marketing. Never mind, man. I thought thought it was something in finance where it would have made a little more sense that she would have kept a tighter rein on the numbers, but I could be wrong. You still right. You still right. (laughs) You ain't wrong. You still right. Mm. No, you you still right, friend. She definitely... Uh, did not give a fuck what was going on down there. She said, "Fuck H and R Block." Okay, she said, "Fuck Jackson Hewitt." Bi- uh, bi- business administration. That was her major. Business administration. Mm. Okay. A, bi- a bachelor's in business administration and then a master's in education. Mm. And and <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh lord. I, that was not on my bingo card. That was not on my bingo card at all. That wasn't mm. on my bingo card at all. <laughs> and it's mm. not to say, it's not like I think Toy is dumb or anything, but education was not what I was thinking. It's the way you had to catch yourself. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So then the boys mm. did pretty good during the pandemic then, I would guess, educational-wise, right? Um. I mean, they didn't really allow us to see that much of it. So, oh, yeah, okay. we just gonna assume that they did. Let, let's pray for the babies. That's all we got. Wow, a master's in education. <laughs> you couldn't teach me a motherfucking thing. Mm, mm. That bitch couldn't even teach me how to duggy. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, she got a master's in education. Uh, mm. Mm. Well. <laughs> this is like the third time we have you had, had Adrian over here flabbergasted. You didn't tell you not to sweat. You know what? Um, oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Well, good luck, everybody. Now that Dr. Eugene can see his dick again, you would think they would be fucking like jackrabbits, but the romance is still dying. Mm. That's the thing. And then, you know, motherfuckers talking about all Toya do is complain. But, like, listen, baby, my if, if I'm not no cooking-ass bitch, don't plan no date for me that you actually plan for your motherfucking self. Now, I will admit, Toya is mean in the motherfucker, but Eugene know who he married? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as much as I don't like Toya, uh, I don't feel sorry for Eugene. Never have because, like, you know, like people with terrible partners. Um, not to say that they deserve it, but at the same time, you do know who you're married. You know what you signed up. Yeah, for. you know what you signed up for. So, like, that's why, like, I don't feel sorry for Eugene. Either because, like, you know your wife is mean, you know your wife spends up all y'all money, you know your wife has no concept of budget, hence why y'all are always in debt, but you like that. You, you like how she rides you let her dick. do it. Right. So. You let her do it. You like how she rides your dick when you can see it. And, hey, you put up with it, and it is what it is. For sure. She don't got to lift that fupa up to suck your dick no more, and you should be happy, and y'all should be having the time of y'all motherfucking lives. That Ozempic got y'all all right. Okay? Just, you know what, what do you is? want us I, to do? I, 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 and see this, and I'm glad that y'all brought this up, because like, this is my problem. He knew, who, he knows who his wife is, but his wife still gets on his nerves, but because he is who he is, he do petty, passive-aggressive shit like this instead of just having a sit-down and a conversation with Toya like a grown-ass man and be like, hey, you be fucking yep. wilder sometimes. Stop it. Yep. Instead of doing that, he'll do passive aggressive shit like this. Well, we're planning a date while it's really just you needed some getaway time for your damn wife that you get on your nerves. Yep. Absolutely. Stand up, Eugene. Shit. You can do it for now. Sure. Stand up. Um, the Sweet Tea Chronicles. <laughs> the um, Sweet Tea Chronicles. The miniseries I mean... presented by Netflix. <laughs> we talked about this in the pregame a little bit, and I just um saw women saying oh she knew she had some fertility issues and it's that in a third and the stuff with endometriosis and um you know the way endometriosis is typically treated you know women have heavy periods bad cramping and things like that and i've seen women have to jump through hoops to even get the minimally invasive procedure used to you know, check into endometriosis and properly diagnose it. But as we said in the pregame, um, I, you know, Sweet Tea claiming to be 32, 33. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, just there would have been no reason for her to think she had fertility issues until her and Greg were trying to conceive. So I wonder how long they had been trying um, prior to her going to see about endometriosis and fertility specialists and things like that Uh, because fertility issues are usually diagnosed after a couple or a person has been trying to conceive um consistently for a year and things like that and so like when did when did they start trying did it happen before they got married because what what sent sweet tea directly into a fertility specialist 
versus just, you know, going to her OBGYN and trying to make sure everything is okay. But um, I just urge women to be a bit more gentler when you discussing fertility and things like that. Um, but I, you know, I just still would like to see a birth certificate on you. I don't believe you 32. I don't. You just, it's just very hard 32. Okay, that jaw, you got that Bobby Brown Coke jaw. That motherfucker just be jiggling and wigging like like a stripper ass and everything. I just, you know, you got the nigga you wanted. Also, you wanted Greg, you got him. Greg walking around like he built like the penguin. He walking <laughs> around like he good and pregnant. I don't, y- y'all need, y'all need quad. Say It's like the third episode without quad and it, it's not been interesting yet. Um, but I'm looking forward to the reunion. Because Sweet Tea has been giving giving Heavenly the blues. I don't care about Heavenly in this situation with her sister. I don't care at all. You still on you still on TV calling that woman all type of bitches and things like that, but wonder why you can't manage to reconcile with your sister. And then Heavenly did a live with Carlos King and she started playing the victim, talking about she she gonna learn to be quiet because when she started talking, people overreact and take shit serious. Like cut the shit, cut cut the malarkey, cut the fucking malarkey. Okay, I don't like a motherfucker who wants to be a a victim after they have spent ample years trying to lean into their villain era. Heavenly is not a nice person, so don't all now once you being called to the carpet and all the nasty shit you've been doing this season is is being discussed. Now you want to be quiet. You should have been shut the fuck up. I was about to say, it took you this long mm-hmm. to come to this realization heavily because people been saying that you a bitch like for 84, 84 moons because you've been acting like one for 84 moons. So what the hell was different about this? Yeah, like make it make sense. But I don't care about your relationship with your sister. Leave us alone. Okay. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac. And um, I want to get... I want to say this. Um, I would like to feel sorry for Wendy, but I don't feel sorry for Wendy. I don't feel sorry for Candace, who said the girls are trying to ice her out because y'all heavily participated when they were icing Monique out the group. And this is why y'all still should have <sighs> took a stand against that. Because once they felt like they could ice out the 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 next dark skinned woman who dared to speak out against them or not play the games that they play they have they're trying to actively ice all out and you know once you help them do it with monique you were ultimately setting yourself up for failure um you know i want to discuss mia questioning juan and juan continuing to lie to everybody's face instead of just saying i'm done me and robin have discussed it and i'm not going to continue to discuss it because you was fucking that lady you was fucking that lady. At what point, first of all, I just, I want to say that if you and this woman were such good friends that you felt compelled to help pay for her hotel room, that's a conversation you could have had with your wife. You snuck and did it. And I, let me say this. There are some hotels that require your card to be present in order to pay for a stay. Like you can't just read them the number over the phone or no shit like that. Some require you have the physical the physical card on your person but i mean you're still lying 
and you don't give a fuck about Robin. You don't like Robin. You don't love Robin. You are just, you are literally showing up to get a check right now because you unemployed. Just fucking, I don't mm-mm, mm-mm. But shout out to Mia for asking the hard-hitting questions. Now, about this event that Karen put on discussing sexual assault and realizing how many women have been victims of sexual assault but I just feel like Giselle is the last person that should have been welcome in that type of environment after the way she accused Chris Bassett of sexual assault. And when it was called out to be a lie, she has yet to apologize. And a lot of people I, I'm realizing are not aware of what sexual harassment and sexual assault are. But yes, Giselle accused Chris of sexual assault. She she said that he sexually assaulted Deborah, got handsy with her, touched her butt, and all kind of shit. And to to be constantly sitting up, this cast sitting up gaslighting Candace, like that wasn't what Giselle said and implied is very crazy to me. Like she is a total loser. I mean, I don't expect much from the same cast that <clears throat> that still continue to be friends with uh, Michael after his allegation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that brings about a really phenomenal point, Jeremy. A lot of y'all, um, a lot of the women, this cast of women continue to remain friends with Ashley and come around Michael Darby after he was accused multiple times of being sexually inappropriate with the crew of this show. Um, There was no outrage about her asking for privacy while it was going on or any of that. Y'all remain friends with Ashley. Do not feel uncomfortable or unsafe around Michael Darby. Yet nobody is, is really calling out Giselle for what she has done regarding Chris Bassett, you know, and the part that's going to piss me off is when we get to the reunion, Andy is not going to roll back the footage of Giselle blatantly lying, blatantly making those accusations. And she continues to lie because she continues to change the story about what happened. Yep. And I don't, and it's like, she would rather change the story to justify why, why she's right than just be like, okay, I I could have worded that better, whatever the case may be. But Giselle, just, she's stuck in, I don't want to be wrong. I can't be wrong. So I'm just going to stick, I'm just going to fight on this lie. Yeah. Yep. I think even when, like, the stuff happened, like, even we said, like, we're not, like, Giselle fans. Uh, hey, we ain't even fans of Chris. But if she felt uncomfortable because of that situation or them having a conversation, but, you know, she just felt uncomfortable. She's right to feel that way, and that would be fine if she would have said that. But she didn't just say that he was that she was uncomfortable. She accused this man of whole-ass assault. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a big jump from I was uncomfortable that me and a person, a, a friend of me or a coworker, or however you say it, I was in a alone space with this married man, and while he did not do anything appropriate, I was just uncomfortable about the situation. That's fair and valid, but that again, that's a whole different thing from this motherfucker is an is an abuser and an assaulter. Like that's a 
like, and to your point, Adrian, the fact that she refuses to be like, hey, I misspoke with my words. He's not an abuser. He didn't assault anybody. I just felt uncomfortable about that situation. Cause that's all it takes. That's all it takes. And that's what all it would have took. But when you when you when you are led by pride and ego, hey. And that's all it is. That's all it is. Cause now the story has gone to, well, he told me he wanted to go into my dressing room. When at first it was, he said he wanted to talk. So I said, okay, come on, let's step into my my dressing room, whatever room she had there. So her story keep her story keeps changing. And to me, it just keeps changing just so you won't have to apologize because there will still be people that will say, well, if that's how she felt, then that's just how she felt. And we can't make her uh, take anything back if that's how she felt. But we know the difference between language with this is how I felt versus somebody did something. And that's why I felt away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. This is all being done in an attempt to not have to hold herself accountable. and. This is why Andy needs to roll back the footage of this story constantly changing Mm -hmm. and these accusations flying because, again, while I don't have too much skin in this situation because ultimately Chris is a white man and his his word holds more validity than Giselle does because he has that privilege. But the fact of the matter is there we can prove that Giselle has lied and continue to lie about this situation to keep from having to sincerely apologize for what she said, how she said it, and how she continues to say it. Which also, I'm, how, fuck it, I'm just going to say it. How pathetic is your life that you don't, like, this is your only storyline? Like, you have nothing else interesting going on that this is your storyline for, like, two seasons in a row. Yeah. What? Oh, no, I'm gonna say it. Whatever. I feel like for most of Giselle's life, since she's been pretty, she didn't have to have stuff. Mm. And this is just an extension yeah. of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. honestly, like this don't. Because like to me, again, this is. I don't pretend to be the smartest nigga on the planet. However, part of me just feels like this could have, this could have, and should have been a quick. Oh, I just, you know, again, it's nothing against Chris. I just felt uncomfortable about the situation. And Chris, you know, like, I'm sorry, Chris. Okay, cool. No skin off my bone. Like, hey, we squashed it. It's over. Let's move on. This could have been wrapped up in like one episode. Yeah. Like, am I am I crazy? Like, I feel like this did not. No, happen. you're not. But she refuses. She refuses to. Because I don't, and I don't know. I don't really know what it is. But she just has something with Candace. Yeah, I think if this was is. anybody else's husband, that or well, a, I don't think she would have did this to anybody else's husband. But True. if say this were a situation with someone else, I think she, I think by now she would be able to apologize. It'd be a half-ass apology, right? Like, girl, yeah. I guess <laughs> apology, but it still she would have apologized. It still would have happened. Whatever it is that she got against Candace, she's just not gonna let this go. Yep. While having nothing else of substance to bring to the show, so this will be her storyline for two goddamn seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Like, how we spend the more time on this shit than the than the young nigga that you dating that you honestly really, really should be dating. Like, how we don't spend too much uh, more time on this than that? I thought she had broke up with him. Oh, she did. I thought so. Yeah. I could be lying. No, I I feel like they I feel like they did, but I could be lying. I don't keep up with her like that. 
I was about to say if they have, and I just missed it. Honestly, that just full the strength of my point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> I'm just not um I'm just not here for the the constant uh lying and downplaying of the situation, and I'm not here for the other women not speaking up. Honestly, that's the part that's annoying me too. Like to keep trying to paint Candace as some type of monster who is doing harm to Giselle for holding her feet to the fire is starting to bother me because all of these women know that Giselle lied and should be held accountable for that lie. So, you know, that's why I just do not give a fuck. Especially like when you don't have to like Candace like is a motherfucker in her own right always has been like there's plenty of stuff to be mad at her about other than this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and to be talking, having one to have conversations about sexual harassment, sexual assault, when Juan is right there, whole mm. ass privy is right to there, assault happening to a a student athlete. I think that's the other part that gets on my. Not, I'm glad that you brought that up because I I didn't necessarily forget, but I'm glad you dropped my like. That's another point that I had. It's like the fact that Giselle, like this storyline of Giselle accusing like Chris. Falsely accusing Chris of sexual ass- harassment and assault when Juan is right the fuck there. Like, he right there. Not even the case of Michael where Michael ain't on the show no more. Juan is, like, right there. Yeah. And that shit is in print, my nigga. Like, that shit is new. We want to talk about a motherfucker, like, or enabling hus- assault and harassment. Mm-hmm. Juan is right the fuck there. So why are we wasting this time on, again, a situation of you felt uncomfortable which is fine, but again, that's different from assault and harassment. And we have someone directly involved with and enabling assault and harassment right the fuck there in one. Why are we not talking about that? Why? Right there. Um, I, That's all we have for now. Next week, we will be adding Love and Marriage DC back to the lineup. Um, Finally. You know, I'm 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 ha- I have mixed feelings about Love and Marriage DC considering what we will be seeing is footage that's well over a year old. Um I think that's unfair. Um if we got to wait a year to get footage, why are you here? What happened? That's yeah, what I'm trying to understand. Well, you I, did I, say I, that the cast to... said that once they air like you'll like we'll see so hopefully we get some answers. Well, because Winter and Winter and uh, Ashley are now friends, but Ashley, Arena, Jamie, and Quick are no longer friends. Oh, like wow. they've had a big falling out, big, okay. huge falling out. Well, hopefully, we see the fallout on the season. Well, I could see. Well, I could see the beginning of that fallout from okay, that. Let yeah, because. Arena's the one that's married to the DJ, right? Or is that Ashley? That's Ashley that's married to the DJ. Okay. Arena well, is married had... to Jamie, who used to be a cop. Okay. Yes. And so when they had that and Ashley and Joy got into it, and Arena went outside to see if Joy was okay because everyone was crowding around Ashley already because that was her house, that was her people. Mm-hmm. She had already got mad at Arena for that. So I could already see that unraveling from that night. Yep. Same. Which I think she was wrong about when it happened, but whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how this fallout came about. Um, and which, 
you know, I wonder how soon Love and Marriage Detroit is coming back as well. Because I guess it's going to be a while before we get Bell Collective and Huntsville back. So I'm interested. Carlos King also has some new show that's going to be coming on WeTV or something with uh, Malaysia is back. And I mean, no shade, but Malaysia, you got ran off basketball wives. So I don't really want to see you on another show when you let Jen and Brandy run you off basketball wives. Also, mm. basketball wives had a reunion and... Y'all know that we we kind of get drag Shawnee for filth, but boy, did she drag the fuck out of Jackie Christie. <laughs> wait, wait, Shawnee dragging Sha- Jackie? What? Yes. Well, apparently Jackie had. I mean, Jackie had an issue with Shawnee and was telling the girls how she, you know, Shawnee don't want it with her and basketball wives is her motherfucking show and. Shawnee need to go get on a show about being a preacher's wife and, and move on. And Jackie was like, like she's talking true. <laughs> but Shawnee was like, I just want you to, I'm just, she was like, I'm not shocked at how, at the things you said, Jackie, I'm just more shocked that you thought these women would be loyal to you and not tell me what you were saying about me. She was like, no shade, but this is business. And so these women are not going to be loyal to you. And I was just like, well, she got a point there. And and to yeah. me, you know, also British is in jail. And I just want to say, um, no, she just went to jail to start serving her sentence. And she's going to have to do all of it. Because she never, she didn't report to turn herself when in she when she was supposed to. to. Oh, yeah. Now, I do want to say that there is no reason that she should be serving four and a half, five years for some nonviolent. When y'all let white people get away with shit, Scott Free and, right and, and violent offenders don't even do years worth of jail time. What's the swimmer who who only did? Was well, only wasn't on she probation? stealing like people? She was stealing people's like social security cards. No, and stuff. so she was or, she was creating what's that shit called where it's like a social security number. The like VPN or no VPN is the one I know what you're talking about. You know, know what, what I'm talking, talking about. about that. So her charges, because she broke down her charges when she sat down with Carlos King. And so she never actually took anybody's social security number. She was creating those those little tax ID numbers, basically. And that's how she was getting, you know, loans and government relief and shit like that during the pandemic. But she didn't. So she, she wasn't actually pulling a gin shot. And okay. b- because she was misusing those like social government security funds. numbers mm-hmm. and government funds. That's why she was charged with those felony counts. But no, she didn't actually take anybody's social security number. But if you get caught misusing those like social security numbers, it's considered, you know, fraud. Um, I, I, just, I had an I had I had more sympathy for her before she pulled this not showing up when she was supposed to surrender herself. Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, judge was nice. I mean, I don't want to say nice, but they they were nice enough for when you asked to not be put in jail until after the holiday, so you can spend time with your child. That they did that, like they really could have been like, nah, nah, nigger, to jail tonight. Like they really could have, but they didn't. <laughs> and then, I mean, and she already had a motion to reduce her time in. Yeah. 
So it's not like you weren't already like, like nobody wants to go to jail. So I'm not going to be like, I'll just take it. I mean, nobody wants to go to jail, but since you're doing a lot, yeah, you're, you're doing a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But you can forget that reduction. No, it's whether, not happening. Whether they gave you a bigger sentence because of your celebrity, which, okay. They it's should a rap have. Now. <laughs> it's a rap now. Yeah, definitely. Basketball bar lines. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully she'll write some books in there or something. Basketball commissary. Mm-hmm. Listen. Um, it's a book there to be made, to be written. I mean, it's what you deserve for not doing what you're supposed to do. You should have just handled your business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week. And we are going to get into Love and Marriage DC, Married to Medicine and Potomac. Um, you know, don't don't be a don't be a Ari Linux, okay? You know, and also no, no, what's well, just complaining. Just complaining and arguing uh, with Joe Budden. Why? Of all people. Why? Uh Joe Budden said uh he had no idea why she would go on the tour. Who is that nigga Ari Linux was on tour with? Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Yeah, Joe Joe Button said that he just did not understand understand why she would be going on tour with an artist like Rod Wave. And and she complained about it. And he basically said that, you know, she needs to re-examine her team and her management um because they should be making tour decisions um and doing what makes the most sense and and also looks at the money. So, and she, she oh, dragged with no his, success. His, I mean, she dragged him for filth and told him like, to man. stop jacking dogs off and get him some business. So, oh, Ooh, she went yeah. straight for the juggler. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. she was right. I mean, that, I was, I called that a watch because I don't think he necessarily wrong, but also was wrong. Have said it. But then she clocked back and was like, "You need to mind your dog jacking business." So I mean, that that is, hey. mind your dog jacking business. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I'm not dealing Bye. with me because get the what the hell, nigga, minutes. <laughs> she said because you because you know I still just did not understand telling the internet that that you that you do intimacy do intimacy with a with a pup that pup didn't ask for that you could have went and got that dog a, a dog prostitute wait what and you could have got wait, that dog some dussy well the last so on? so when him and sin was going through their their final breakup yeah she she went to her lawyers and i guess she was you know to put stuff in motion for child support and custody stuff and she wrote a statement basically saying he was he was a drug user. He was abusing prescription drugs and he had put his hands on her before and that he also jacked his dog off. Uh, then he came out saying he had to do it because his dog was in heat and a bunch of motherfuckers was like, well, then you should have just went and got him some dog pussy. But why would you be jacking your dog off? And that's just, I agree too. You should have just went and got the dog a prostitute, a dog prostitute. Well, also, saying, why would you stand with a nigga that was jacking off a dog? Well, a it gets of... even worse than that because we later found out that Joe Budden had basically been grooming her and had been communicating with her since she was 16 and in high school. He's a sick fuck. And so I, I, I don't care if he's right about things. 
He's a horrible human being. And already dragging him for filth is she should have. Because uh, he keep a lot of fucking opinions to be an awful human being. That's typically how it goes. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. But yeah, so, you know, we'll be back next week. And uh, be sure to go listen to the latest Ratchet Reloaded episode. It was a fucking doozy. Jokes were cracked all over the place. Um, don't be a good nigga. Be our niggas and go subscribe to that Patreon. That's all I want to say. Okay? Please. Thank you so much. We out and we'll be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. Peace.